Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. <laughs> this is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hello. If you guys tuned in to the last episode, we mentioned that for this episode, we wanted to talk about the lessons we've learned so far in 2022 and just reflect on the first half of this year. Maybe things we've been grateful for or lessons learned, maybe what we're looking forward to Mm -hmm. in the second half of the year. Yeah, because I feel like uh, if you guys uh, tuned in, we uh, went heavy on the parents as in the conversation just naturally shifted towards talking about parents which was lovely but there's things that um we'd like to share about (laughs) other happenings and learnings like my trip to paris yeah so last week we talked about my trip camping and so i Mm -hmm. think let's start off this week talking about your recent trip to paris with your girlfriends it was honestly the best times like hands down just happy grateful heart was so full the whole time there's many things that contributed to right like of course it's the people that I was with what we're doing and the fun that we're having and how we're just like all on the same wavelength we're all more or less like creators so it's also nice being around people who are just naturally capturing content and taking photos um so that was a bonus I think for me I'm at a very mentally healthy place when it comes to work and life and the harmonizing of the both sides. I made a point. I was like, you're not taking your laptop. It was a pretty short trip, three full days, like technically four days and then one day flying in, one day flying out. And I was just like, you're not taking your laptop. You're not going to work unless there's like, you know, you can check emails, but you're not going to be like sitting there like typing and responding to emails. I think that was something that I have never done in the six years that I've been creating content online. Anywhere I go, I bring my laptop because I can be editing on the plane. I can be doing things. I can be scripting. There's always things to be done at any given time, no matter where you are. I think that's like the beauty of kind of working for yourself, but also it could lead to your downfall because you're just Mm -hmm. always working or always consumed by work. And so mentally, it was in a good place. And I think we've talked about this also in previous episodes. When I went to Seoul earlier this year and I came back, I was just like, it was a great trip. You know, it was a combination of working, it was a combination of exploring. But compared to before, where I'd feel guilty for traveling or to spend time being inspired in a new country, by new places, people, things, I would feel guilty because I'm like, but you should be working. And so I think that was already a huge shift. And then this second mini shift of like not bringing my laptop and being very intentional about that was like a very small but big thing for me. And so when I was there, I was just there. I didn't have to worry about the things that I weren't doing. I didn't have to think about anything that's work-related because I told myself, you're just going to enjoy yourself this trip. That's it. That is your objective. And I think it's so rare for us to give ourselves goals of have fun. That's it. <laughs> Imagine that, right? Like have if we told ourselves, yeah, like your weekend, enjoy it. That is your to-do, you know, like what our lives would be like, what our mental states and mental health would be like if we truly 
gave ourselves that objective and like did our best as we would mm-hmm. do our best in like achieving things in life to achieve this goal of having fun and enjoying ourselves. So that was amazing. I did the most shopping I've ever done in my entire life. I was just going to ask you, tell us about the shopping. Oh my goodness. So before I get into the shopping, the math behind why it's amazing to buy in Europe right now is just insane. So for example, these are still designer items. Okay, no, I'm, I'll I'll give both examples. So let's start with the sweater. You know the checkered sweater that I have? The purple and orange one? The purple, yeah, the purple and orange one, right? I think in the US it retails for like 450, you know, with taxes close to 500. In Europe, it was 240, what? not including the tax back that you'll be able to get, which is about like 10%. So it's, so it's not maybe on like sale. 220. It's not on sale. It's just, I think, because what? things are manufactured in Europe, there's no export taxes, there's no like transportation, whatever fees that drives it up. So that's one example, right? It's like already 50% less expensive. And then when you get to designer stuff, a pair of boots in the US would be like $1,300, 400 Plus tax is like, I don't know, 1500 600 right? Because it's mm-hmm. insane. Um, especially with like New York or like California state taxes. But in Europe, the same pair of boots, it's like $900. That's and then that crazy. also doesn't include the cashback or like the VAT taxes that you can get back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, these are still... <laughs> I think we're at a time in our life where we can afford these things. So just let ourselves. I think for a long time, I also like didn't really want to talk about this on my channel or like didn't share this side of me because I don't know. I think it's like when you're intentionally living, you should be a minimalist and, you know, zero waste and blah, blah, blah. And like, I think I just like cared so much about what other people thought that I never want them to feel like, oh, but you know, if you're this person, why are you like buying expenses? You know, like not that I think anyone's thinking that, but you know, sometimes if you get a comment or two, you kind of let that dictate how you live your life. And I also don't want to just be like, Hey guys, here's like all my (laughs) designer stuff. Not that I have that much to begin with anyway, but you guys can just tell I think a lot and I think too much sometimes. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing, but I just never talked about these things but I actually genuinely enjoy shopping and it was the best time going with girlfriends because we would literally wake up and it's so funny because I call James in the morning before I leave because of the time difference and he's like wow you guys are preparing to go shopping as I would prepare to go to Disneyland. It's like, that's how excited we were. Well, like, our ride, do we have water? Like, comfortable enough shoes? Like, is everyone oh good? Do you have your passport so you can get your VAT refunds or your VAT refunds? So we leave at like 10, 10.30 when the stores open and just stay out until dinner time. And we often skip meals um yeah that's just how it's okay and oh my god another thing is she's so excited I'm so excited I'm so passionate about this because it's just so I don't know like ironic but maybe this is why designer brands are the way they are it's like okay now that we're old enough to afford some pleasantries in life we go to Paris thinking we want to buy stuff and here are the things that we want to buy you get to Paris, or I think anywhere in Europe, maybe even in the US, right? You get there and you realize, oh, 
literally everything is out of stock. Or, oh, there's some like manufacturing delays because the world is, the, the whole world is delayed, right? Or it's like, it's so exclusive that you need to get an appointment and you can never get an appointment unless you spend like six figures at the store. It was so funny because me and my girlfriends were all like, wow, this is not what we expected of you don't just go to a store and buy something you go to a store talk to a sales associate if you get on their good side and if a new shipment comes in tomorrow morning with a thing that you want they will let you know but who knows because they don't even know what's going to come in so it's just it's interesting it's yeah this world is so new to me (laughs) you're like take all my money and they're like eh we'll think about it I was like I have money just take it but they're like "Mm mm-hmm I don't know. Are you worthy? <laughs> let me let me just let's just wait it out a little. So I've known you for a long time and I know that you actually love fashion and you love dressing up and you love buying things. And I've mentioned before that you never talk about that or show it as much on for sure not on YouTube like ever. And then Instagram if you're aware of brands and you can tell that like what you're wearing is, you know, these brand items. And so it's really cool to hear It's really nice to hear that you're able to go with your girlfriends and just focus on shopping the entire time. Yeah. This was also a spontaneous trip, right? Yeah, it was was pretty... I think we maybe decided a few weeks before. One of my friends was going to Paris for a brand trip. And then another friend just so happened to be taking a sabbatical for a month all over Europe. And she had some free time before like solo traveling and meeting up with her mom. And then another friend just so happened to be traveling from Korea to the U.S. and then to Paris because he's from Paris. And it just worked out beautifully. And I was like, I'll join. (laughs) Yeah. Count me in. <laughs> Count me in. And this was, yeah, a Wednesday to Sunday trip, so it was super short. But it was the perfect amount of time, because I think if I stayed any longer, I would have wilted. <laughs> like, shopping is fun, but that was intense. Intense, but fun. Mm. It was an experience, yeah. But thankfully, it's like, with the shopping in the daytime, of course, like, at night, it's just super chill. We'd have, like, great combos over dinner, great combos when you come back home, and, like, just being with people you love and being able to share about life and spirituality and your place in the world and how you see the world it was it was very very beautiful and I think all of this wouldn't have been able to happen had I not made a very conscious decision to not not bring your life work and to Mm -hmm. not like feel guilty for just existing and breathing yeah no I'm really happy for you that's so great (laughs) And I think like one last little thing was the last time I was in Paris was 2014. I remember how much I love the city, like the architecture, the vibes, like the history, the culture. I never really forgot about it, but just the past few, like the past 10 years, I just go to Asia. You know, I go to Taiwan Mm -hmm. to see my family. I go to Taiwan. I go to Taiwan. I go to Seoul. I went to Japan once with my parents. I haven't gone to Europe at all for like since 2014. And that was my first and last time. Mm -hmm. And being back in a city that I remember loving so much, it was so, it's like such a wonderful experience because I also was able to reflect on who I was in 2014 Mm -hmm. versus who I am now in 2022 it's wild like the person that I was the person that I am now of course like older (laughs) 
have more disposable income like that's like of course one side but then it's just like who I am as a person the people that I'm with and yeah it's just a beautiful it was a great it was just a wonderful time and a wonderful realization just to be back in one of my favorite cities i really think paris is one of my top three favorite cities what are the other two i have no idea but (laughs) i think paris is up there (laughs) i don't think i've been to those other two places yet okay am i crazy or for some reason i'm remembering that you were thinking about moving to paris before new york was that not you maybe not you it may have been i think the i'm always so wandery and dreamy oh i really wanted to study abroad in paris and my parents shot down that dream you go to asia you go learn chinese and i'm like okay (laughs) but to be better no so i went to hong kong which was really Mm -hmm. close to my dad at the time or where he was and so i actually got to spend a lot more time with him which if you guys listen to our previous episode these are examples of what we mean by sometimes you do things that maybe you don't want to do, but it brings you closer to your parents. But anyway, that's a separate thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what have you learned so far this year, Viv? <laughs> what have I learned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Groans. I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was actually having a hard time. So I guess reflecting has been a little bit difficult this year, mm. but... I think up until this point, like the latter half of my 20s, I spent so much time reading all these self-help books, exposing myself to content that was like soul feeding and just would make me feel like I was progressing and like becoming a better person. And you have all of these mindset tips or like helpful ways to think about things. For example, the importance of being present the importance of celebrating small wins. Good is better than done. What is it? Done is better than perfect. perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Done is better than perfect. But with the pandemic and with a lot of things that happen in life, I think I never really had the opportunity to really practice versus Mm. once we started with voice hugs, it was a very consistent thing in my life where every single week I'm faced with these growth opportunities. (laughs) to really apply everything that I've learned. And I don't know, it's been really rewarding because every week I have to kind of figure out, well, good is better than perfect. You're going to publish today because you know you can spend another 10 hours perfecting this conversation that's not supposed to be perfect after recording. I Sometimes I feel like I blacked out during the recording session and I feel vulnerability hangover to yeah. the max and I'm just like I hate myself why did I say that you're so stupid and then having to then practice just being more compassionate so mm-hmm. I think for me this year it was really putting into action everything that I've learned in previous years and for that I'm like so thankful for this opportunity it's like the difference between knowing something and then truly accepting and living it out because you can we know many things but to actually live it out Mm -hmm. I guess did something happen for you to like of course there's voice hugs right I think like it's like maybe encouraging you to think and or reflect more but do you think something within you has also shifted for you to 
be like, was there any point where you're like, I know all of these things, like I want a challenge or did it just kind of happen? It, it kind of just happened, but I also think that I'm just naturally very hard on myself and yeah, I don't know. It's the first time where I do feel like I'm actually making progress without being too hard on myself. I think the how how we talk to ourselves and seeing how that changes over time is maybe one of the truest signs of progress. Yeah, and I think that I would I think that's another thing too. I'm just so tired of how I used to talk to myself. Mm. That voice still definitely exists and it exists on the daily, mm-hmm. hourly sometimes, but it's practicing. It really is just trying your best. And then over time, you see the results. And just thinking about January to now, we've changed. So I feel like I've changed so much in just letting go. We have no script now, you know, <laughs> I I should throw up a screenshot of what our script Do and our outline used to look like. It was insane. Like <laughs> It was very detailed. But I think we needed that, right? Like we needed that to start so that we can get to where we are. But yeah. I think it was, as you said, a combination of like, we're all letting go. We're just like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Since we're also on the topic of voice hugs, something that I learned this year is I've always heard that like when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. For the first time, like, I really do feel like when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. And when I say it doesn't feel like work, I'm not saying it's easy because it's actually pretty freaking tough. I had that misconception before, too, yeah. thinking that if you love what you do, your work is easy, et cetera, et cetera. No, it is really hard. But the fact that I'm willing to wake up at 430 you know, in the morning, the the fact that I'm willing to stay up until 3am to edit and like just publish and I'm just losing track of time. It's such an awesome feeling to like feel that for the first time and be so consistent with it. It's not just, oh, I like doing this hobby for fun. You know, it's like something that I actually really care about and really like. And so... Yeah, we'll see what's to come because this obviously is not going to support my my like living right now. Yeah. But being able to feel that in something like a job is really, really rewarding and really nice. It must be what you feel all the time with your job. Is it? Or does it change? I'm trying to think. Like, I just think I blacked out from the past six years. Because I don't rely on this for like financial, you know, financial support. I think it's tricky because something can start one way. And then when financials start getting tied in, you start chasing whatever brings that, which could be views. And I think that's kind of how my content shifted a little to like super productive productivity, just like trying to create content that I know will get views. And then you do it for a while and you lose yourself. And then before you know it, you kind of don't like yourself that much because you realize like oh this isn't why I started creating in the first place it's just I think it's it like ebbs and flows and it changes Mm -hmm. but yes I think when I first started my channel it was like super exciting same thing like you know staying up late editing waking up early to film and or continue editing editing literally like every single one of my plane rides I'll be editing no matter if it's like a few hours, no matter if it's like to Asia, reminiscing on the good old times. But if I could go back, I think I would try to balance a bit more and 
you know, that's one specific memory where I was in Issei in Japan with my parents,、mm. staying at like a really, really nice onsen hotel. I just wish I went to the onsen. I wish I dipped into the glorious, glorious hot water instead of watching the sunrise and editing a video that, you know, I'm sure helped a lot of people, but sometimes you gotta help yourself too. <laughs> I think just hearing both of our reflections and Lessons so far. I think it's less about a specific lesson we learned this year or like in a specific moment in time, and it was like an aha moment. It was lessons we've always known for the past few years or even longer. It's like the thinking finally met the doing. You、mm-hmm. know, like we've known these things for a long time, but and like I'm sure we've worked on it along the way too, but to get to where we are today. To be able to feel as light as we feel, it wasn't like an overnight thing. It was、mm-hmm. half a decade, a decade's worth of reflection and being hard on ourselves. Not that it's the best thing, but at least it's like we have expectations for ourselves, which is good. But it's、mm-hmm. how far we take them. That is kind of when it becomes a double edged sword. So the more we age, Like fine wine, the more we're able, like the more data points we have, right? It's like Steve Jobs' commencement speech of like, you can never connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect the dots looking back. And when you're in your 20s, your dots are limited, right? Because I think the first 10 years, like, yeah, you're conscious, but like, you're also unconscious because you're just, your brain is still developing. And so the dots are significantly limited. And, you know, from 20 to even 25 and 25 to 30, like the dots, there's like so many dots scattered across every single vertical of your life. And so, I mean, we talk about this all the time that, you know, growth isn't <clears throat> the milk in my throat. Growth isn't linear, but it's still kind of linear, right? Like you need to walk the path that you walk. Like it might not be a straight line, it might like go all over the place. Sometimes you move forward a bit more, sometimes you move back, but then it does follow this like general, I like to believe, positive trend so long as you're trying to work on yourself in whatever definition that means.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's like honestly one of the most beautiful things of. <laughs> Growing up, I guess, to be able to realize all of these lessons and I don't know, just to be comfortable, like truly comfortable in your own skin, knowing that like you're not going to have all the answers, just like how you never had all the answers, and that it's okay and that no one demands it from you anyway.、Mm-hmm. Only you're demanding it from yourself. So if we're able to, <laughs> I was going to say, if we're able to check ourselves. Maybe not that, but if we're able to like know and embrace that part, then、mm-hmm. life just becomes a lot easier. It's like what everyone says about like, you know, 30s is your best decade and even 40s because you start caring a lot less about things that don't really matter as much. I love aging. Like, I like getting older <laughs> every year. We are 30, and for a lot of our friends, they're like all around the same age. And I know 30 is a big year for a lot of people where you check in with what are you doing in comparison to what other people are doing. I think I did a little bit of that, but 
age hasn't been I just still feel like I haven't hit my prime like I just feel like every year is getting better and better and I'm excited to know more about myself and to live that version of Vivian because it's going to be better than previous years something that I thought about this week okay let's rewind (laughs) random transition in the beginning of July I got my nails done and I wanted to do like this fun summer confetti nails and after I got it done I was like you know I think I could do this myself and I think I would actually really enjoy it so Amazon Prime Day I bought this whole at-home gel nail kit as my nails started falling off from the original design I started doing it myself I got so excited doing it that I would ask my roommate if I could do her nails. I asked my mom if I could do her nails. I asked my like eight-year-old cousin if I could do her nails. So bringing this back to what we were kind of talking about earlier, I realized that in previous years, it was so hard for me to just do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like if I wanted to pick up a hobby, if I wanted to bake, if I wanted to do nails, if I wanted to do ceramics, I would never be able to bring myself to sign up for the class, to make the purchase, to commit to a hobby. And this last month, I've been in this very arts and crafty mood and doing those things. So I, for example, with nails, right? I, for some reason, I feel so grateful that I'm able to like feel... Can you relate to this? Does this make sense? No, I definitely, yes, it makes complete sense. Like, there are things that you always want to do, and they're not even daunting things. They're, like, very simple, fun things. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I'm like, I feel like doing a DIY IKEA furniture project for my room. I'm Mm -hmm. going to do that. The next day, I go to IKEA. I buy all the furniture. The next day after that, I go to Home Depot and pick out the color palette for how I'm going to paint this furniture piece. And that was not something that was always easy. I think Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, I've always been envious of people who, when they're in the mood for something, they just do it. Versus Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I have to intentionally set time this weekend Mm -hmm. to have fun, to do something X, Y, Z. Versus this last month, I've been feeling more like as I'm in the mood for things, I do it and I fully enjoy and allow myself to spend hours doing someone's nails instead of editing a podcast episode. You know, it's things like that. I It's something that I'm being more okay with as the year progresses and as I get older. It's like your picnic dates too, your your super lit picnic setup. This is definitely a theme of this year, like these very small, simple tasks. I'm like, I'm finally doing it. I'm getting myself out of the apartment and going on a picnic. Okay, so I have a question. If you had to think about why it's harder for you to do things for yourself, can you pinpoint anything or does anything come to mind the overthinking plays a huge part Mm. and then similar to the first half of what you were talking about today you feel this constant need to do more or like do work work can be defined differently for everyone but I think that like played a huge part so if I wanted to enjoy going on a picnic I'd think about like well I have other things that I should be doing. I should be spending time with my family. I should be reaching out to a friend. I should, you know, journal, whatever it was in previous years. I don't know. Starting is always like that, that the process of starting is always really hard for me. 
mm-hmm. even if it's something that's for fun. <laughs> I ended no, up I just can... sitting. I ended up just sitting like on the couch or in bed and yeah. thinking about all the things I want to do and I don't do it. And then the day mm-hmm. is over and you're like, "What did I do today?" <laughs> what What do you think that could stem from? I'm just curious because, like, I see it in myself too, right? Like the DIY projects that I started doing last year and this year. That mm-hmm. I haven't touched since, but like it brought me so much joy when I did it. And then I just, I just lose myself on Instagram and hate myself a little more. And <laughs> yeah. like this time could it be spent doing other things? Do you have any ideas on why that might be the case for you? The only thing that, like, like the little sprout of idea could maybe be this over optimizing side of us. It's like mm-hmm. as you said, right? The time you spend doing your nails or going to the park, you could be reading, you could be journaling. You could be doing something more productive because like doing these things is quote unquote unproductive. So I think maybe it's our hmm, lack of proper understanding of what productivity means or like we're so caught up in this one specific definition of productivity and the fact that maybe we didn't see or experience the value of rest and really accept like not no but like accept that when we are rested we can therefore be more productive I think like Mm -hmm. we knew these things like separately but we never really connected them until maybe this year yeah no I really like that and I totally agree with that I think it's like rest work and play and it's like what was what's play (laughs) like no play I play my life (laughs) you play when you're a kid but that's totally not true and so like what is your version of play now whether it's going on a picnic doing nails building furniture like that's my form of recent play and I've totally enjoyed life so much more with my bubble machine like (laughs) these little things yeah amazing Yeah, I think it's just whatever it is that we know we enjoy doing, trying to carve out pockets of time and allowing ourselves to do these things can help a lot. As you're sharing, I haven't been as like, like I haven't done as much in terms of like DIY or like doing things with my hands for as much as I do love them. But Mm -hmm. one specific moment came to mind where actually two moments They all happened last weekend before I went to Paris. One was as I was filming the Dyson Reel, we went to the farmer's market on a Saturday. You know, we we captured content. I actually bought like groceries that I was going to make lunch with. And then I stumbled upon this park in the middle of Union Square where like the farmer's market is. And it looked idyllic it's like beautiful it's like huge trees that were like not fully it's like not super dense so you can kind of like see the sun sprinkling through it and then the trees are waving there's a sea of green and they felt like I don't know you're in like Tuscany or something but it's in, in the middle of New York City and I think it's like in the past I would never have found this little pocket of stillness because I'd just be like in and out like my goal here is to film content and I'm gonna leave right after but this time it was like oh, hey, we're here anyway. Let's grab a cold apple cider and sit somewhere. Oh, at a park. Wow, this is beautiful. And then it just made me think of like the importance, like true importance of finding stillness amidst all the busyness and the doing and the movement of life. And, you know, like stillness can be 
It can be doing your nails, right? Like whether you're just listening to the sound of silence, like super focused, or whether you're doing whatever, listening to anything with friends, like that to me is still a type of stillness. Mm -hmm. So the farmer's market day was a Saturday. Saturday night was when I cried the little puddle that we talked about in the previous episode or was it this episode? Mm -hmm. Okay, that we talked about in the previous episode. And Sunday rolls around. My eyes are super puffy. I've like haven't cried like this in a long time. And I just like got myself up. I like went into the beauty within office, ran some errands after. And as I was running errands in the Upper East Side, which is where I never go, I was like, hey, I'm hungry. I should eat something. Oh, I really want a sandwich. I love the ham and gruyere sandwich from, I can never pronounce it, Le Pain Quotidian. <laughs> that sounds right. Say that right. LPQ, <laughs> as the uninitiated would say. And I saw that they had a little store in Central Park, very close to where I was. So I was like, okay, let me just go. So I walked there, took less than 10 minutes. But as I sat down and looked out at the pond, there was like live music happening. People were playing jazz. There's kids running around. There's kids blowing bubbles across the pond. I bit into my sandwich. I was like, oh my God, this is the best sandwich I've ever eaten in my entire life. I don't know. It was just such a beautiful moment that honestly didn't last long. Like it wasn't like I was there for half a day and like I just had all these realizations. <laughs> Even though I was there for like 15 minutes, you know, took a short detour from what I had initially quote unquote planned to do. But it's like really in these pockets of spontaneity and in these moments that you decide to do something for yourself, even if it's something so simple. I sat there and I was just like, wow, I haven't done this in such a long time. Just like spending time by myself, taking myself somewhere, doing something that didn't involve other people. People are great. Friends are great. James is great. But sometimes it's like you need time to yourself to just like slow down, be present. And it's in those moments that you truly see the beauty that is life because in other moments you're so consumed by other things or like other people, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that was kind of like what I experienced at the farmer's market, but like even more deeply felt because I had just had a very emotional evening Mm. And to be able to spend this time alone by myself to just be present and just see how beautiful the world is, how beautiful New York is, how there's a giant park in the middle of this like hustle and bustle city was, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this episode, I just keep saying everything is beautiful because it truly <laughs> is. Life is beautiful. Life is so beautiful. But I think a lot of times we're too preoccupied to see it for what it truly is. So another lesson if you just change one thing in your daily routine just like literally it could just be if you walk home from school every day you just take a different path that day Mm -hmm. change up one tiny thing for example like with you just deciding I'm gonna go get a sandwich today Mm -hmm. you'll notice that everything looks different around you like if you just look up you'll see that like you all of a sudden step out of your natural like rhythm of thinking and You see something that might inspire you, might make you feel grateful, might just make you laugh or giggle. It's so easy to do that every day. We just have to 
be conscious of it and find that moment to do that. I typically feel that when I take Charlie to this park right next to my apartment. It's so easy to get to, but on weeks where I'm really busy, poor Charlie doesn't get to go to the park. He'll just get a quick walk around the block, if even. And I've noticed that if I force myself to go to the park at sunset i always see the skyline of downtown la the sky is beautiful it's a different color because the sunset changes the clouds every day and i'm always always grateful like i always feel good after and i don't it's one of those things where i don't know why i don't do it every day but Mm -hmm. when it does happen i feel the same things i feel like wow life (laughs) is beautiful you can step out of your work for one hour it's going to be totally fine and you might feel more refreshed and just better after. Yeah, it's kind of that saying, it's like, you're never going to regret going out to see a sunset, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Is that a saying? Or it's like, I don't know, I think it's like with like meditation or something, right? No one ever comes out of meditation being like, damn, like I hated that, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. But I think it's like with so many of these things in our lives, it's like me taking a detour, you going out to see the sunset, it's like, we know it'll only do wonders for us, but we're just silly sometimes. Speaking of silly, I was thinking earlier when you were talking about the busyness of life and then finding stillness through these pockets in your day. I think for me, it's less about being busy and more about being so serious all the time. Like Mm. I'm always so serious and that's why I'm gravitating towards these very playful kitty things doing your nails is like Fun, look at my nails they look things. like yeah so colorful like yeah. buying a bubble machine going on picnic these are things that you do as a kid even building yeah. furniture feels like legos you know mm-hmm. and so i think for me it's more about how do i be less serious about life and like taking a chill pill and learning mm-hmm. how to play more yeah i think that was one of my biggest <laughs> oh my god i think we're like the same people it's one of the most important <laughs> lessons i've also learned To just, like, not take yourself or your work or just life that seriously. Like, yeah, it's important to care about it and to try your best, but it isn't, that isn't you. Like, that's not it. Mm -hmm. There's this playful side. There's this restful side. There's this childlike wonder side that's also just as important. And those things are, like, we're never seriously doing Lego, you know? It's like, I'm having fun doing Lego. You're never, like, seriously doing, like, you know, the things that we do now. It's like, when you're at a picnic, you're just enjoying yourself. You're blowing bubbles. You're having a great time, yeah. you know? Like, if you were that serious, you wouldn't even go out as a kid. So, yeah. Very great reflection so far. Mm-hmm. That happened over the span of not just this year, but many, many years. Yes, for sure. And with that, we hope this episode is making you think a little deeper or not at all if you've been thinking too deeply. Whatever you need, we hope this episode was able to give you a little bit of a voice hugs, a little bit of a comfort, a little bit of reassurance that things take time and it's okay so long as we're doing our best, so long as we're trying. That is all that matters. And if you guys have any questions for us, if you want to reach out, if you want to get in touch, you can email us at hello at voicehugspodcast.com or DM us at voicehugspodcast on Instagram. Grateful for you all. Grateful to be doing life with you, Viv, and to you who is listening. 
You're doing great. We're doing great, sweeties. Voice hug. Voice hug.